Well, it was fun while it lasted. And I was thinking that the Bulls had turned the corner or started to turn the corner. The Bulls dropped an absolute bad game to the Washington Wizards that were missing Przingis and Bradley Bill. And Zach Levine, even though he carried this team and didn't get much help throughout most of the game, makes one of the worst last-second shot decisions I've ever seen. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so we had a nice run, right? It was the Bulls were playing better basketball, and let's not act like it's over yet. It's still 40 games left on the season, more than enough time, especially with the Bulls having the worst record in the NBA, to really turn things around. But that is, or I said worst record, it's one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NBA. But that's where some of the concern comes in at, right? It's almost like we'd rather have the Bulls have a difficult schedule because they show up against the teams, the top teams in the Eastern Conference. But this team continues to drop games to below 500 teams, which they're also below 500 team. But just in embarrassing and and mind-boggling ways, this game against the Washington Wizards. Zach Levine plays a pretty damn good game. 38 points in this game. Just completely carrying the Bulls for long stretches of this game. Getting some help at times from Voot. Some help from Kobe White at times. But everything else was basically a net negative. No one showed up to help Zach Levine in this game. And that's one of the biggest concerns, right? Is that as much as we can talk about how how the players called Zach out after the, the, the Timberwolves game and all that's fine and dandy. Zach, after this game, deserved to call everybody else out because nobody showed up to help him. Nobody showed up to help him. The Bulls, who shot over 55% in the first half of the game, in the game, shooting 46% overall from the field, with Patrick Williams going 3 for 8. Vooch going 7 for 14, not that bad. Alex Caruso, 3 for 11. Io DeSumo, 4 for 6. Uh, Derek Jones Jr., 2 for 3. Andre Drummond couldn't stay on the goddamn basketball court, getting four fouls in two and a half minutes. Uh, Kobe White, 5 for 11 in the game. Nobody showed up to help Zach Levine in this game, and he gave a pretty damn good performance. Last second shot aside, and we'll get into that one. This team should not have lost a game to the Washington Wizards without Bradley Bill, without Christoph Porzingis, without Daniel Gafford. Nikola Vucevic should have been able to feast in this game, but no, no. We got Denny, who gets 20 rebounds in this game. 20 rebounds. The Chicago Bulls only had 39 as a team. The Washington Wizards winning the rebounding battle 52 to 39. That's not acceptable for a team that didn't really have many players over the height of 6'9. And we had Andre Drummond and Nikola Vucevic available in this game. That is unacceptable. There's no excuse for that. And then Gil showing up 18. Don't even know who, didn't even know who the hell Gil was before this game. Anthony Gill, shout out to him. An uh, undrafted uh, player in his second year scores 18 points. You know how much he's, he scored the whole month total prior to this? 19. The Bulls continue to allow role players to go off against them, and it's just, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. In every step that we see from this team and we think, hey, this is when the team can turn around. This is how they can turn the season around. This is the level of play that we need. They give a game like this, and yes, and yes, we were missing DeMar DeRozan. I understand that. But that was not an excuse to lose to this Washington Wizards team. It just wasn't. There's no excuse for it. And Zach Levine, to his credit, should have had like eight assists in this game. He finishes the game with only two assists because nobody else could hit a damn shot. And that is problematic for this for this team and a team that you that we're hoping 
can eventually get above 500. It's not. It's probably not happening. This team is destined at best to probably be a playing team, and it sucks that we're proving the analysts right. And very well, I could eat these words in a week. We can see the Chicago Bulls go on a tear to come out of the second half of January, especially after the Paris game against Detroit. We don't know what's going to happen. But giving games like this, you think the, the Bulls continue to find new ways to hit rock bottom. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Patrick Williams is back to passive P in a game without DeMar DeRozan. So often we've talked about uh, Patrick Williams needing more shot attempts, needing that. He still gets his usual eight shot attempts. He doesn't look like he tried to even be aggressive at all, missing wide open shots, uh, doing some solid things on defense against Kuzma. I'll give him that, right? He he played solidly against Kuzma. Then when, when Gil started getting hot, he rotated on Gil. I don't think Gil scored another point after Patrick Williams started guarding him every possession. But at the end of the day, that's not enough. Not in a game where we just needed somebody to step up and help out Zach Levine, and we did not get that at all. That is the most problematic thing about this team and about this loss is nobody stepped up. And I know a lot of people talk about Alex Cruz. So shooting, Alex Cruz is actually having better shooting uh, splits than, than his career averages. He's just not that type of player. He's forced into that role for this team, for us to rely on the shooting, but we should not have to rely on the shooting. We have a 40% three-point shooter in Patrick Williams. We should have been able to rely on Patrick Williams this game. He's the player that should have stepped up in this game with the absence of DeMar DeRozan. And I know in the postgame show, and I still maintain this, it's difficult to ask a player to step up big time for you when you don't cultivate those skills day-to-day and game-to-game. When you don't do that, it's problematic, right? You can't, you can't avoid developing skill sets in players and then expect them to step up when the lights are on if you're not building them up. And again, every player needs motivation differently. Some players, you have to build up their confidence. We've seen from Patrick Williams, when you have plays called for him, it builds his confidence. He's much more engaged on the offensive end throughout the game if you do that. But even then, I'm only throwing Patrick Williams so much bell on this one because he did not step up in any type of meaningful way. Even even if he didn't get any calls played for him, let's say he didn't get nothing about this game change. You go three for eight, in which if you would have just hit two more of those shots, the Bulls win this game. Just two more of those shots. The Bulls win this game. That's the type of impact we need from Patrick Williams. He just needs to hit his damn shots. If you're not going to be aggressive, if they're not going to call plays for you, when you get the damn opportunity, hit the shots. You didn't hit the shots. Alex Caruso don't get off on this one either. Three for 11. If he hits two of those shots and goes five for 11, the Bulls win this game. Iowa Sumo four for six. But again, if you actually watch the game, Iowa was just as passive as passive P. We got to get this shit together. And you know what? I got to stop saying it. I got to stop saying we got to get it together. This team probably isn't going to get it together. I'm starting to question if this team even really wants to make the playoff. But Zach Levine on that last minute shot, because I don't want to overlook that. So the Bulls were down by three after Zach Levine hits a great three to, to tie the game. Looks like the Bulls may go over to overtime. They go down. They hit a big shot. The Washington Wizards do to go up. Kyle Kuzma hits a big three to put them up in the game. We come down. We have enough time to run a play. And Zach Levine takes a mid-range or tries to get to them. He doesn't even actually take the shot. Now, the player, the reportedly the ref, and don't be surprised if the last two-minute report comes out that Zach Levine was fouled on that one. But even then, that's two points. That's two points. That was one of the worst last-second shots I've ever seen in my life. And Billy Donovan came out, and I'm, I'm glad Billy Donovan did this, saying that, listen, the play was called for a three. So basically, Zach went rogue, and it did not work out. Those are those basketball IQ things that we continually see from Zach Levine. He had a, a 
Great impact of the game. Leading the team. Trying to set up his other players. I'll give him all of that. But when the lights were on, after hitting a big shot, I do want to give him credit for that. He hit a big shot to tie the game. But when the when you had a chance to tie the game again, to send the game into overtime, to put this team on your back, you made a very lo- low basketball IQ decision that Zach Levine made in this game. And it's, man, it's, losses like this are more frustrating than losses. Like, the loss against Boston was cool. It is what it is. The Bulls played with some heart down the stretch. This, listen, it it hurts. And when you look at this team, when you look at Billy Donovan, and I, I've said this, right? The role of an of a offensive scheme is to get the team experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Open shots. We had tons of wide open shots in this game that just went down. That I mean, well, they did not go down for the Bulls. And that's what caused the Bulls this game. They did not hit their open shots. The Bulls hit their open, hell, hit 50% of your open shots, you win this game. So even though I, I, I have some issues with Billy Donovan's offense overall, the offense generated open shots for the players today, and they didn't hit the damn shot. That's problematic. Nobody's stepping up to help Zach. That's problematic. And like I said earlier, I got to start questioning if this team even really wants to make the, the playoffs. I got to start questioning. We hear we hear them say the raw, raw, raw shit, that everybody says all the right things after losses like this, but we don't see any type of meaningful, let me not say we don't see it, over the last 10 games or so, we've seen some change. But all that change does not matter if against an inferior team missing their top two players, you cannot win this game, that's a problem. That's a problem. And so, listen, the Bulls, yes, they have the easiest schedule, but as I said before, I don't even know if that's a positive for the Chicago Bulls team. I don't even know if I can say that. Because the team is losing against teams that are sub-500. So if you tell me they got one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NBA, that sounds like that's a recipe for fucking disaster for this version of the Chicago Bulls. You can't just take these things for granted that, oh, well, we have an easy schedule. It means we're going to turn it around. Because, listen, you ain't shown us that. You have not shown us any type of ability to trust that you're going to beat the teams that you're, quote-unquote, better than. You haven't done it. And until the Chicago Bulls do that consistently, and show up, and we get some help from these role players, I don't even know what to say. And this loss is naturally asked, on top of losing Javante Green to things, we've heard now that maybe AK and Eversley are going to be maybe a little bit more aggressive about adding to this team at the trade deadline than what we thought. The blow it all up is not happening. The trade in one of the big three is probably not happening, so that's let, let's just go ahead and, and temper those expectations. But if the Bulls are focused on adding talent to this team, be it a Jared Vanderbilt, be it whatever, whoever you got on your list, to, to do a type of trade and to do that. If the Bulls are going to look to add to this team and not really take away any meaningful talent, it's going to have to come via using that Portland pick. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen or go down. I have no idea. I wish I had a crystal ball to see what AK and Eversley were, were planning for this team. They've been awfully quiet, awfully quiet while this team has struggled. Now, again, 
I will say this, during the season, you really don't hear a lot from GMs and presidents of basketball operations. You just usually don't. But with this team bleeding the way that this that they are, this team struggling the way that they are, it would be real nice to know what AK and Eversley have planned for this team and not hear it through second and third um, sources. We, matter of fact, I don't even want to hear it. We need to see it. We are less than a month away from the trade deadline, and your team, this bet on continuity that you did, has not worked to the level that you thought it was. Even if you want to look at the better record now against the top teams in our conference, okay, cool, cool. You're, you're able to beat the better teams. And you're going to possibly miss out on the playoffs because you couldn't beat the bad teams in the NBA. That's more embarrassing to me. That is way more embarrassing than stumbling into the playoffs as what what were we, the sixth seed last season, whatever we were, losing to the better teams in the Eastern Conference. We stumbled into that. I'll take that over missing or being a playing team, and we can't beat the 500, the, the sub 500 teams in the NBA. So you got, we also have to hold AK and Eversley accountable. Listen, you did a bet on continuity. I understood the bet. You did a bet on hoping Io, Patrick Williams, somebody was going to make a leap. It didn't happen to the degree that you wanted it to. I have some theories on why it didn't happen, including some of the coaching things, just not putting these players in a spot to develop their skill. But all that is not. This is where we are. Regardless of whatever got us here, this is where we are. And until we see something from the front office that they are concerned about fixing this, we heard Zach and DeMar are untouchable. All right, cool. I don't think that DeMar should be untouchable. And to a degree, I don't think Zach should, should be untouchable if the right deal presents itself. I don't think you should be going out actively trying to shop Zach Levine. But at this point, we're where we are. With the, with the talent on this team, as best constructed, no matter what you do, unless A.K. and Eversley pull something crazy out of their hats, and Patrick Williams or Ayodosumu make a considerable leap, no matter what you do, this team, as currently constructed as its core, at best, at absolute best, is still a bottom-tier playoff team in the Eastern Conference. That's at the absolute best. If the best, if the Bulls play their best brand of basketball from here until the end of the season, you're still, at best, a, a lower-tier team in the Eastern Conference. Now, that, that does mean you could avoid the play-in. Cool, you avoid the play-in. What's next? How far are you going? Something needs to start giving when it comes to the Chicago Bulls team. And shout-out to Zach Levine for turning the season around. He has drastically improved his play overall. Basketball IQ, things aside, we got the old Zach Levine back. Now, we add DeMar back to that. This team is probably going to start winning some games and stringing some more wins together, having more of those three, four-game winning streaks and then a couple of losses. They're probably going to do that more on the back half of the season. I can see that happening quite a bit for the Chicago Bulls team. But at the end of the day, it's this. You said, AK, not even AK and Eversley, Arturis Karnasova set the standard when he said that the city of Chicago deserves a championship team, when he talked about the history of this city and what the Chicago Bulls mean to this city. You set that expectation, and you are not living up to your own expectations. You can't say that this city deserves a championship team, and then you sit there and you don't try to do everything that you can do to improve this roster. And again, I'm not the blow it all up. I'm not saying blow it all up. A retool could get you there, but you need to do a heavy retool. You need to take a look and an evaluation of everything on this team and look at what assets you can get back or what players that you want to go out and target, whether it be in free agency, whether it be in the draft, whether it be in whatever. And you have to add to this team in a meaningful way. The struggle bulls got to end at some point in time, and it may not be this season. We got 40 games ahead of us, and it's probably going to be a long-ass 40 games. That's all I can say. A long and hard and tough and frustrating 40 games we have ahead of us with this Chicago Bulls team. And we'll see the way it goes. We'll see how it goes for this team 
I'm frustrated. I know you guys are frustrated. It's, man, this is, this is tough. This is real tough. But, hey, that's on the Bulls. They need to step it up. Everybody needs to be held accountable for this loss. We have two games at home coming up next against OKC and the Golden State Warriors. I don't even know how to predict those. I really don't know how to predict those. It would not be surprising to me at all if the Bulls come into those games and look way better, especially if DeMar DeRozan is back. But you got to start asking yourself, what is really the future of this team? And have you built a team that is really going to do anything significant? Yeah, you built, a, you built a playoff team. Cool. Hats off to you for that. But we deserve more than what we're getting from this team. That's my opinion. Before we go, though, today, I do want to thank everybody who was there on the pregame show. Uh, they saw us get to celebrate hitting 10,000 subscribers live. I can't stress enough what you guys mean to me, man. Being able to hit the 10,000 subscriber mark in a year and a half of the channel being around is huge. And I appreciate all you guys for that. If you're listening on the podcast side, man, go and, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well if you're listening on the podcast side. And if you're on the YouTube side, go and subscribe to the podcast side. Let's just subscribe everywhere. As we continue to grow out this platform, man, and I say we because it truly is a we, um, I suck, as I always say, at promoting this podcast sometimes, and it's really your guys and your spread of your word of mouth that has really just turned this channel and this community into what it is, so I appreciate you guys for that, and we, we're not stopping here. We're not stopping. We're going to keep pushing for our goals, but that is it for today's episode. Uh, you can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.